Voilà, so you'll be utterly astounded at this, so I hope it doesn't disrupt your meditation, but I have nothing to say. <laughs> so please enjoy, I have nothing to say. So please enjoy a quiet meditation, and I will make it all the quieter by taking off the, uh, the microphone, as Nick very helpfully suggested. So I'll just be the timer.
Let's bring the session to a close. So I did something I should have been doing much more frequently, uh, just towards the end, opening my eyes and checking posture. Uh, a gentle suggestion for Rosa and for Mugi. If you bring your chest up a bit more, both of you a bit like, like this, and you'll find if your head is really more like that, so your chest is drawn up, then the abdomen can expand more freely, which is really what you want. So you don't want, you don't want any concavity here. So raising the chest up, and then letting the head be quite straight. So what you want to avoid, because there may be a habit here, is having the incline of the head off-center. This is going to create pressure here. So, like that. And I must say, if I had a photo of the perfect posture, say, Pell, <laughs> she's really good. <laughs> I mean, everybody's posture is very good, but Pell looked like just an arhat there. On the outside. Inside, maybe a little bit more work to be done. But posture is really paka. Very good, paka. Very good. So, I mentioned in my response to Elizabeth yesterday that whether we're, wherever we're going, whether we're meditating five hours a day or ten hours a day or whatever it may be, that the overall theme of the day to see if we can lose as little as possible of that just overall balance. And we're talking about not some special little skill here or there, like, a, like learning how to putt a golf ball. We're really talking about sanity, just really developing extraordinary and sustainable oh, mental balance. I had the, um, the pleasure this morning of reading two more papers coming out of the Shamatha Project. So they'll be published soon. They're in the final stages. And um, one thing very gratifying about that study and, and they found this in multiple ways, and also the study of cultivating emotional balance. And I also read the paper for that, which is now about ready to be published. The cultivating emotional balance was just 42 hours, 42 hour training over an eight week period. And people were really not practicing that much, a half an hour on a good day. Because these are people, these are school teachers, they're totally engaged, tremendously stressful jobs. But they clearly, in the cultivating emotional balance, they clearly got benefit in multiple ways that were measurable. That's gratifying. What I was really happy to see is five months later, back in their ordinary lives, and these people had not been on a three-month or a two-month retreat, the benefits were still there. Five months later, that's really quite remarkable. Because there's only an eight-week training, and it was, you know, 42 hours total. But since that's the case, then it shouldn't be all that surprising that we also did a five-month follow-up, which is very rare for meditation studies. Normally, they study you before you after. They say, thanks very much. They publish a paper, right? Well, you should be better at the end of a retreat, for heaven's sakes. You know, you've been doing nothing else besides, you know, meditating and living a leisurely lifestyle. But lo and behold, for the Shamatha Project as well, five-month follow-up. They found a lot of the, if not all, and maybe all, I don't recall, but the benefits were still there five months after. And these, most of the people, of course, were not in retreat again. So I think this really bodes well. So coming back to Elizabeth's a very good, very good point here. Is it, is it all or nothing? Are we simply maintaining a little bit of mental hygiene? Are we going, you know, full blast 
into full-time meditation. There's certainly a lot of ground in between. But even now today, so we have, again, actually more than two weeks of being here, uh, if you can just lose as little ground as possible between sessions. And that is, oh, be like that old Kadamba Geshe who said, when my mental afflictions assault me, then I rise up and I watch them closely. When they taper off, then I relax a bit more. And so just for, for the more toxic types of rumination coming up, just to, if they have to arise, you've got two options. One is they arise, stare them down. I'm watching you. <laughs> you, know, you, can, you can come to the gates of my castle, but you cannot come in. You will not take over my castle. And you practice settling the mind in this natural state, right? Without distraction, without grasping. And the more fierce they are, then you just rise like Yamantaka. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know? So don't let them in. Don't, ta- let, don't let them take over. And that's for mental afflictions. And then just for the ordinary rumination, our ubiquitous, obsessive, compulsive, delusional disorder. If you can just make that steady state. This is more like just guarding, guarding the boundaries of your kingdom. You know, just not letting that old addictive habit slip in and continue to be able to reinforce the habit. And that is throughout the course of the day, just maintain these qualities of ease, of relaxation, the stability, the coherence of the mind, thinking whenever you like to think. This is not an anti-thought strategy. It's just thinking deliberately, even creatively, even freely, but not obsessively and compulsively. So that sense, just sustaining throughout the day the sense of ease, you know what's coming next, the stability, the inner stillness of the mind, not getting caught up, the clarity, being very present, and then the open heart. And just make that a habit. Then we'll lose very little ground in between sessions, and then you just slip right back into your next session like a seal slipping across the ice into the, into the, what do they call it, the hole, the ice hole, right? You've all seen it, but how easy it is. Really easy. That's how, and that's how easy I'd like your re-access, your re-entry into meditation to be. Like a happy little seal. <laughs> okay, enjoy your day.